Hello, everyone. Jane A here from Your Weight Loss. And today we're saying we're talking about saying no. Hello, Alicia. Hello, friend. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good. I still have my neck pain at this very moment. Hopefully, by the time that people listen to this, I am as good as new. Um, I listened to our podcast on the way to the gym yesterday on my walk, and we were talking about the weather, and we were like, hopefully by this time, it's beautiful and sunny, and it was like such a gorgeous day yesterday. So we're just putting it out there in the universe. That is what we do. <laughs> I like that it. is what we do. Uh, but you know what? I'm so grateful that, um, to be honest, I would have to be like in a coma to not be able to work because my my work is not very physical. Do you get what I mean? Yes. Well, like, I'm thinking, of, I, well, I mean being active is a part of my work as well, I guess. But, um, but, uh, other than like, I can sit and do podcasts. So my neck doesn't have to be to at its best shape. But my dad was like, he said, cause I was like, he's like, what's up today. And I was just like, I'm like, basically I'm going to sit and I'm going to be a good girl for like another week. And he's like, that's the good part of basically your work. Because he's like, when I had back issues, I was like, he was like, I was going to a construction site with like a pee bag, on his back because he's like, that's the only way. Like he said, the construction people don't care if you have backache, they'll go and find someone else to do their, you know, their True. work. So he's like, you have to go or else you'll lose the job. And I was like, oh, okay. That's a, I have a gratitude moment right now. I thought you meant a pee bag, like his urine, like a oh, urine yeah. bag. Like a I'm pee like, bag. Yeah. bag, bag of a peas. frozen bag of peas, frozen bag of peas. I'm on sorry, it. everyone. <laughs> Got it. Picking it up. Um, but yeah, so everything's good. What about you? What's happening in your life? Uh, not much. I made the mistake of checking our TikTok before I went right before bed last night. Okay. And then you got distracted by the trolls? And then I got a not nice comment and it upset me. And then I was mad at myself that I, right. I shouldn't have done that right before bed. And then like, I don't want to say all night. That's dramatic. But like, you know, when something's on your brain, I was like thinking of my response in my sleep. Yes. No. And then you dream of the response. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, TikTok is not a, a, a platform that you should be going on, um, especially right before bed, because nope. it is that platform where, and I was thinking about this because I know there's also kind of like a tiny fight happening on TikTok right now with one of your TikToks. And that's why, that's why you're talking about this. Yeah. And I was thinking about how it's a platform that has been, they've like kind of played they played us a little bit. Here's what I want to say about that is that they've kind of made it this thing. Like they've kind of made it their thing on TikTok where people are being assholes. I'm sorry, but like they've kind of like taken on that role. They've like labeled themselves without really saying it, but they are enjoying TikTok is enjoying the drama that happens on TikTok. I'm sorry. Like the whole commenting on TikToks, the whole duetting TikToks, yeah. the whole stitching TikToks. I, they can say whatever they want to say that their intentions were good, that like they, they were hoping that people would only respond to nice comments. I mean, they know that people are triggered by emotions and that they're going to, you know, when you look at people commenting on, on comments, so doing a TikTok by replying to a comment, most of them, it's negative. It's not a lot of, we do a lot of positive. That's what yes. we do. Yes. Yes. Smiley face. 99% of, of our replying comments is positive, but mm -hmm. you've seen it on TikTok. I have. I think it's the nature of the platform that it's of all the social media platforms. It's the not one where you necessarily go on to follow people you know. So people feel very unanimous on there. 
Um, and so they feel com- comfortable saying not nice things to people that they wouldn't say that they knew or in person. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's, it is what it is. If you're a parent, as someone that's like, uh, we're on TikTok, we understand, we know TikTok and, and most, uh, actually tons of our followers found us on TikTok. So hello, everyone. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, but f- honestly, as a parent, like being on TikTok is when, at first, when I didn't understand it at the beginning of quarantine is when I made my personal TikTok and like did dances and like really enjoyed the platform, actually needed an intervention to be able to um, stop dreaming of TikTok. Um, do not let your child on TikTok alone. Like guys, like it's like, there's a lot happening that is not good. Uh, it's, a, it's a deep, dark world that you can e- easily yeah. get into. Yeah. So like I, Dia... I need to like be beside her and I'm like, skip, skip, like legit. I'm like, swipe, swipe, like one out of two. I am like, swipe up. I know the song. There's a swear word at the third. Like there's just swear words everywhere. Um, Tons of, you know, dances that are like not appropriate, which obviously I see my own daughter like dancing that way, but she doesn't understand that those moves are sexual. She doesn't know that she's seven, right? She's just like, oh, this is a good move. But I know that the 16 year old doing the move is doing it to excite the 16 year old boys. You know what I mean? I, there's just like a lot happening. So I would not. And also she doesn't post yet. Right. So like she doesn't post, she doesn't read comments, but like imagine a teenager posting stuff and the comments they could get by the people on TikTok. Oh, nah, it's, nah. A, it's a scary world, this whole social media world and the kid and our, we're going to throw our children into it. But yeah, but I just got upset because uh, someone had asked us if they could or said made a comment about creamer. It's always creamer, eh? The creamer is like a hot topic on TikTok. Can we talk about why? I, I'm telling you, it's because most diets really try to push you away from creamer in your coffee, which is ridiculous. But I mean, even if sure. and even if you have like the real creamer, like actual coffee creamer that is like dairy and like very heavy, like it that still can be a part of your life. Like, oh my, yes, it, it's interesting to me. Um, but yeah, it's one of those diet culture things. People, it's one of those things people think immediately that they need to give up in order to lose weight. Also, probably had a lot to do with. Um, oh, could you have it in keto? I can't remember. Anyway, um, oh, can you, can, can you, do well, you I don't know because it's high fat. You can have fat with keto, but, um, she was shaming me for using the creamer that I was using and there's no other word, but shaming me like shame on you. You're consuming something with chemicals okay. and I just really get fired up when it comes to shaming other people's food choices because I see the effects of people trying to lose weight and feeling so confused and having so such a negative relationship with food because of the labeling of good or bad or whatever. And so I see the danger, I know that word seems dramatic, but the danger in shaming any food choice, any food choice. I know we feel so strongly about it. And I think that's why you were upset. And you're like, no, and I get it. There are things that I'm like, no, I feel so strongly about this right now. And I think that they're missing the bigger picture when they're trying to, you know, you're missing the bigger picture. It's like my TikTok about being a mom versus being a dad. We, I got some, a little bit of, uh, I don't know if you saw on Facebook, but there's a little bit of, um, drama where a few men commented on there. And I like, 
feel so strongly about my message that I was like, I was like rude. And I said, if you are a man, do not comment on this. This is not your moment. You're missing the bigger picture here. We're not talking about you. We're talking about in general, moms are being asked more, where are the kids than men? And if you do not agree with that, you live in another world, sir. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't, like, I mean, I'm not bashing everyone or I'm not, bash I'm not even bashing men. I'm just saying, let's stop asking moms where the kids are, uh, you know, and we're not yeah. asking dads where the kids are, you know? Yeah. And it, that's exactly one of my thoughts in the middle of the night when I couldn't sleep was the bigger picture. Yeah. And the bigger picture for people that are struggling, it's not just about the best quality ingredients in their body every single time they put something in their body. It's so much more than that. It's about their happiness. It's about their health, their physical, mental health. Like, and you, you don't know what else I do in the run of a day and what I consume. Like how many people on this planet consume zero things with preservatives in it in the run of 24 hours? Yeah. Like that is the exception and, and also not, not the, the pro and also it's not the problem on this earth right now. We're tr we're dealing with obesity and we're dealing with trying to get people with less fat on their organs. That is what we're dealing with. It's like they're not seeing that leash. I completely agree. And I also got shamed for my uh, TikTok, although she didn't uh, point out on my personal TikTok, but she did it on her wall. And it was about the M&M protein bar. And she's like, uh, some people do not care at all what they put in their bodies and they're promoting M&M protein bars. She was talking about me. And I was like, how, like, first of all, you're missing the bigger picture of for someone that M&M protein bar is allowing them to lose weight in a way where they're happy and they are now taking away fat on their organs. Like they're, you know, it's not, uh, Yes. And these yes. people were struggling, you know, with binge eating before they yes. were like, you know what I mean? Like, like, let's just, let's just leave people alone to do what they, <laughs> they want gotta to do. Oh, mon Dieu. <laughs> oh, mon Dieu. I love when you say that. Okay. What are we even talking about here today? I don't know, but all that to say, um, creamer is okay. Regular creamer, like just creamer that you would buy. I don't think is uh, keto friendly, although coffee creamer original, there's like different, like eight best keto, co uh, keto coffee creamers. So if they need to say that there are eight best ones, it must mean that there are specific ones that you can have and others that you can't. I don't understand I mean, keto. You can, you have to keep your total number of carbs at a certain number to hit keto. So like, I'm sure you could have that, but I do know a lot of people would just rather would, would have their coffee black. Okay. But All right. It's one of those things that people think if they're going to lose weight, also like the bodybuilding world, right? Oh, we're just going to have black coffee. Like it's like you think that that's a sacrifice you immediately need to, to make when you're going to be a healthier person. Well, Leash, that's exactly what I was saying earlier. Like why do we think that we need to let go of co coffee creamer? I do think it's because there's a, a large percentage of people trying to lose weight by following fitness people. And so the fitness people aren't, I'm sorry, the fitness people are not putting three tablespoons of vanilla creamer like I am. To, nope. to they, They're not. Let's be real, right? Uh, which is totally fine. But like, I'm not trying to be a fitness person. I'm not trying to be a fitness coach, which is 90% of the population trying to lose weight is not trying to be a fitness coach, but they're trying to lose weight in the fitness coach way. Anyways, that's oh. why we're like, you need to follow us. Uh, in not only in a fit in a fitness way, but from someone that has never lost weight before. 
I know. Uh, that has like never, no, not even never lost weight. Has never been obese or never, never had the mindset. Never struggled, never struggled with their weight before. Right. Like that, that is a whole different conversation. Oh, that's a whole nother podcast we should do. Okay. Remember we had that conversation about yes. getting back on track. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Let's have that one next podcast. Yes. After a big heavy day. Mm. Okay. okay. Um, all right, you guys. So this one is about saying no. Uh, we have this saying uh, at Your Weight Loss, or we have this motto, si tu veux. Um, but we often say, when you say no to something, you're saying yes to something else. And I think that when it comes to losing weight, or even the thought of like going on a weight loss journey, all you think about is all the things you're going to have to say no to. Oh my gosh, you're so right. People think about the list. It's the first thing people think about the list of things they will have to say no to, especially with summer coming up. People are like, but what about barbecues? What about patio season? What about the beach? What about this? They think instantly that they, it can't coexist. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they're not thinking of all the things they will be able to say yes to. And also they're, they're, they're also feeling like they're not in control or in, in power or like but like you can say no to whatever you want and you can say yes to whatever you want, you guys. So you're fully in control of that list. And so do not think like, I need to say no to creamer. Do you want to say no to creamer? You said that really perfectly also in one of your TikToks was like, you are the boss of what you want to like say no to. I think it was, I actually said that exact way. There was something about what you said. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like you're the boss of what, how you want to choose um, to create your deficit or your maintenance or your gain. Honestly, like you are, you are the boss. Yeah. You are the <sighs> boss. Um, so you're right. People instantly think about what they're going to half, half to say no to. And at the end of the day, as much as we promote and we say, you know, you really can eat anything and you absolutely can. Um, if you want to lose weight or maintain your weight, there might be times where you will have to say no, like depending on how fun you are. Like there's like at, at one point you're going to have to budget. You're going to have to prioritize. You're going to have to, or accept whatever the outcome. But like, you know, as much as I want you guys to, it to be clear that you certainly can live your life. You certainly can eat whatever you want. I don't, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. There are some times where you might have to say, no, thank you. And as much as Alicia's saying, like, there are some times guys, you're going to have to say no, it's, you're going to have to say yes to something else at one point. So let's shift the narrative and say, instead of saying, I need to say no sometimes to ice cream is that you're going to have to say yes to your goals more often. So instead of always thinking like, I'm going to have to say no to all the outings, I'm going to have to say yes to fitting in my pants in September. I'm going to have to say yes to feeling comfortable in my skin or whatever. And I think that every time we say yes to the moment, we're not realizing or taking the time to reflect that we're saying no to something else. And so there's that piece, there's that you could really change the lingo to work towards your, um, uh, to, to your benefit. And I think you had said this a couple of years ago, we talked about deprivation and people feel deprived when they say no to things. And we talked about deprivation of food, but then let's think about deprivation of your life. Because when I was carrying around 70 extra pounds and saying yes to all the things, I was not feeling deprived with my nutrition, but I was feeling deprived with my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did a live not too long ago about this exact, like I just wanted to remind people of that, that line, see, you like 
guys, like when you're saying no to something, you're saying yes to something else. And when you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So one girl wrote uh, in the comments, she's like, oh my God, this makes me think when I say yes to all the things, I'm saying no to weight loss. And I don't want to say no to weight loss because I'm here. I want that. So it's recognizing that moment that when you're making all those choices of yes to binging, yes to evening snacks, uh, evening chips, I mean, yes to like whatever. And you're just saying yes to everything. You're just saying no to your goals that you had said you wanted. And that's fine. But having that moment to choose. Like, do you really want to say yes to this? Because when you're saying yes to this, you're saying no to something you claimed you wanted. Yeah. You know? Um, I was listening to a podcast yesterday and they were talking about balance. And he made this really good point. And he said, when people feel like they're missing balance, they often try and add things on. But really to achieve balance, you need to take things away. Oh, so if you want to add on more yeses, then you need to take off some yeses. You know, you, there, there's give and take, there's negotiation, there's worthiness. So, you know, yesterday uh, my family was going for ice cream and I said no, because I want to save my yes for this weekend. Yeah. Right? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's about choices. So it's not like I can never eat ice cream ever again. I know. And I see people, yeah, it is dramatic. And I see people thinking this one moment, whether they say yes or no, has this massive effect on their journey. And I'm like, it it really does not. Like if you, you know, end up going to Magic Mountain and you eat that beaver tail, um, that beaver tail, you're going to, if you aren't being dramatic about that choice that you just made, you'll realize that really nothing happens. Like life does go on. And you'll also realize that if your family does eat a beaver tail and you say no, that the next morning life just continues. And you're actually, it's just that moment, that specific moment. It, it's that battle, that interior battle. What do I want? Do I want the beaver tail? Do I want my goals? Do I want, w- will it make a difference? And, and it's that noise that we wish we could, that we're really working hard on helping our members to shut, shut, shut the noise. Like, what do you want right now? And no matter, no matter decision that you make, there's nothing wrong. Like you didn't do anything wrong. And you need to work at spending some time thinking for yourself, what's going to make me happy. Like really have that conversation with yourself. If the thought of not having a beaver tail makes you feel like the the saddest human on earth, that's not the also that is that's not the right choice. What about you? What if you split one? Right? Like there's there's always like you really need to have a conversation with yourself. You need to negotiate. You need to compromise. You need to find something in your brain that you feel totally okay with. How how can you balance the two wants? You want reasonableness, but you also want the, what's in front of you. Like, and I think it's always having that conversation and balancing both. And guys, sometimes you say no in the moment for like, uh, I think you should have a planned. Yes. Like Alicia just said, she has a planned yes in the near future, which is her weekend. You have a planned. Yes. It's there. Like, you know, it's coming. So I'm sure that was easier for you to say no yesterday. Cause you have a planned. Yes. That's a right? great point. So I think that when you don't have a plan, like, why is it easier for me to have a cleaner Saturday is when I have a planned yes on a Tuesday, right? But when there's nothing planned, that's where it's like, well, I guess this is the moment. But I think that when we know a little bit further ahead, when we have a planned yes coming soon, that it's easier to say, 
And when I say you say no to something, like you said yes to your goals last night, you know, you said yes to other things. Um, but you're also, it was easier for you to say no to an actual food item. I think it's that that's the piece that most people that are losing weight are scared of saying no to food items. Yeah. And like, uh, we're never going to have it again. I know. And guys, like th that's an important piece as well. Like it's, you're going to, it's still there. The ice cream stand is still there. Like <laughs> it's May right now we're recording in May. So there's tons of time to crush some ice cream. Yes. There's tons of time to crush ice cream. And like, it's, it's also knowing that in order for you to create whatever you want this summer, and especially if you want maintenance, there's effort behind maintenance this summer, you guys. And I want to share a little story with you guys because there was one time where we had our friends over for a barbecue and I was really having an internal conversation if I was going to drink alcohol or not. And for you guys, my listeners that know and, and <laughs> they know I'm a head drinker, I've called myself, labeled myself. So for me, that's odd. It felt uncomfortable to not have a drink with my friends. Um, but I wanted to go for a walk. I wanted to say yes to a walk after. I wanted to say yes to my goals. I had had, I had had some yeses with alcohol around that period of time. And it was uncomfortable. But I pushed past my uncomfortable. I stuck with my I'm not going to drink. And nothing happened. So just as much as nothing happened when I ate the beaver tail, Nothing happened when I said no to alcohol. I didn't feel deprived. I didn't feel sad. I, you didn't was, lose your title. I didn't lose my my title. She was um, afraid to lose her title. That's what happened. She's like, are you? Are, are, are we still going to be friends if I don't drink? But it was like almost like me working and creating a new habit, a new routine, a new thing that it is okay to sometimes switch it up. But I just wanted to share that it did feel uncomfortable for me in the moment to make that choice. And sometimes you have to push yourself. So for example, eating out at a restaurant, some people really struggle to not choose the quadruple burger with the poutine. Like that's, that's just like their habit. Sometimes you have to push past to have the burger and the salad, to have the experience of having had a barbecue, a sober barbecue, <laughs> and realize it was still fun. To have the experience of going to the restaurant with the burger and salad and realizing it was still very enjoyable. So you sometimes have to push a little bit out of your comfort zone to experience what it feels like to say yes. And also knowing that like, it's not like Alicia was thinking, I will never have beer again at a barbecue. It was just that day. She was willing to have that experience and see if she was going to survive, how she felt about it. Um, and it, and again, there was no social pressure or pressure to do it again. The next barbecue, it was just this. I want to try it today. I'm willing to give it the time. Um, and I did the same thing. I, I, when you were talking, I'm like, man, this reminds me of that one Saturday that I went to Gusto and took the salad with the chicken because I was trying to be like massive goals before my cruise. Do you remember? Yes. Do you remember? And everyone yes. ordered a cheesecake. I did not even have a bite. And I remember like Mireille, who's my BFF was like, uh, did you, did you know it was Saturday? Like, why are you ordering salad and chicken? And I was like, girl, I have massive goals. And I really want to test this out. And it was uncomfortable. It was physically hard not to grab the appetizers or whatever, but I got amazing results like that week. But then I'm like, am I, I'm not, I, and I said this to you when I went home, you're we like, how was it? And I was like, it was hard. Like it was physically hard for me not to grab it. But then I said the next morning, nothing happened. I survived. I was so damn proud. And 
I had not put the pressure of this is my Saturdays forever. And I, when I go to Gusto now, I have to take a salad. It was just that I wanted to live it. What if you did that and you didn't leave there stuffed with thousands of calories in your belly? What if you did that one time, you know? So it was just the experience. And um, I saw what it gave me, but I didn't choose it the next Saturday. I was like, oh, no, like I really enjoy my Saturdays, but it was just the experience again. So just give yourselves the opportunity yeah. to have the experience to say no every once in a while and see yeah. how it feels. Absolutely. I was saying yes to my like intense goals. I was saying yes to abs. I was, and I would kept reminding you're saying no to the friggin' arancini balls and you know, the fatty garlic finger, because you're really saying yes to like feeling amazing on that cruise. And I also knew that like, it was a full buffet cruise that, I mean, it was all canceled because of the pandemic, but like I look good for the pandemic, you guys. Um, um, oh. Okay. This was a good conversation about, I, and again, we're just going to end it with you knowing when you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And when you're saying no to something, you're saying yes to something else. So keep reminding yourself of that. And one last thing, you yeah. are the boss of what you say yes to, what you say no to, no drama, no guilt, no shame, no, no shame, no, no drama behind your choices. You made the choice. You just figure out what feels best for you in that moment. Yeah. And what's next? So what am I saying next? You know, what am I saying yes to next time then if I felt this way about this choice? That's it. One choice after the next, you guys. Okay. This was a great talk. Obviously take a picture of this, um, podcast tag us. We friggin' love when you do that. We're also um, going to be talking a lot. Yes. It's so fun when you tag us. I'm like, Oh, there's real people out there that actually listen I to us. Know. Cause we're just like oh sitting God. in our offices in our homes <laughs> by ourselves. It's crazy to me that people listen to us talk. Um, but also our summer, um, our 10 weeks. Yes. Oh my God. You guys, if you're listening to this and you are not a year weight loss member, uh, but you do enjoy our content, it is the time for you to join right now. We have a 10 week special for 99 dollars and um you get so much out of it you get a summer self-assessment you get a lifestyle tracker you to a summer weight and lifestyle tracker basically we're trying to like keep our members um not on track, not do weight loss this summer, but mostly just connected to who they want to be. Um, so our content is very much relatable, concrete strategies. So it's a really good time to be a member, you guys. Really fun. Time yeah, to be actually, number, to be really honest. Time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so think about joining. Uh, find us on yourwayoursupport.com. Easy to join us. Um, come see us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok under Your Way Weight Loss. Give us a thumbs up, five star, tag us, tell your friends. All right, that was good. Bye, guys. Okay, bye.